Hey guys, it's Psychology Babe, and I'm going to start a series on the different types of psychology because I think it's fascinating and it's going to be so interesting to learn about all the different types of psychology and how they apply to us in our everyday life. And so we're going to start with cognitive psychology, which is a branch of psychology that focuses on understanding the mental processes involved in acquiring, processing, storing, and using information. It explores how people perceive, think, remember, solve problems, and make decisions. Cognitive psychologists investigate the internal processes that drive human cognition, including attention, perception, memory, language, and problem-solving abilities. Key concepts and areas of study in cognitive psychology include, number one, attention. Attention refers to the ability to selectively concentrate on specific information while filtering out irrelevant stimuli. Cognitive psychologists study intentional processes such as selective attention, divided attention, and attentional control. Number two, perception. Perception involves the interpretation and organization of sensory information. Cognitive psychologists examine how individuals perceive and interpret the world around them. Studying topics like depth perception, object recognition, and the role of attention in perception. Number three, memory. Memory encompasses the processes involved in encoding, storing, and retrieving information. Cognitive psychologists explore different types of memory, such as working memory, long-term memory, and episodic memory, as well as factors influencing memory formation and retrieval. Number four, language. Cognitive psychology investigates how humans acquire, comprehend, and produce language. It examines language processing, the structure of language, language development, and language-related cognitive functions. Number five, thinking and problem-solving. Cognitive psychologists study higher-level cognitive processes, including reasoning, decision-making, problem-solving, and critical thinking. They investigate how individuals use mental strategies to solve problems, make judgments, and evaluate options. That's a really, really good one, guys, and a really important one. Number six, cognitive development. Cognitive psychology explores how cognitive abilities develop and change across the lifespan. It investigates cognitive development in children, including theories of Piaget and Vygotsky, and examines how cognitive processes change with aging. Number seven, cognitive neuroscience. Cognitive psychology often overlaps with neuroscience, combining behavioral research with brain imaging techniques. Cognitive neuroscientists study how brain structures and neural networks support cognitive processes using methods such as functional magnetic renaissance imaging, which is an fMRI, and electroencephalography, which is the EEG. Applications of Cognitive Psychology Cognitive psychology has numerous real-world applications across various domains. Some examples include education. Understanding cognitive processes helps inform teaching methods, curriculum design, and educational interventions to optimize learning and knowledge retention. Human-computer interaction. 
Cognitive psychology contributes to designing user-friendly interfaces, improving usability, and enhancing user experience in technology and software development. Clinical psychology. Cognitive approaches are used in the assessment and treatment of mental disorders, such as cognitive behavioral therapy. A lot of people have heard of this is CBT, which focuses on changing maladaptive thoughts and behaviors. Advertising and marketing. Cognitive psychology insights are applied to advertising campaigns, branding, and consumer behavioral research to understand how individuals process and respond to marketing messages. Cognitive psychology continues to evolve through ongoing research and advancements in technology. It provides valuable insights into how our minds work, helping us understand the complexities of human cognition and behavior. Now, a real-world example of cognitive psychology can be seen in eyewitness testimony and its impact on the legal system. Cognitive psychologists have conducted extensive research on the accuracy and reliability of eyewitness memory, shedding light on the factors that influence eyewitness identification and the potential for errors or distortions in recall. In criminal trials, Eyewitness testimony often plays a crucial role in identifying suspects and providing evidence. However, cognitive psychology research has shown that memory is not a perfect and objective recording of events. It can be influenced by various factors, including the presence of leading questions, the stress or emotional arousal experienced during the event, or the malleability of memory over time. So studies have demonstrated this phenomenon of misinformation effect, where exposure to misleading information can alter a person's memory of an event. For example, researchers have shown that introducing false details or misinformation about an event can lead individuals to incorporate that false information into their recollection of what actually occurred. So cognitive psychologists have also examined the factors affecting eyewitness identification accuracy, such as the duration and quality of the initial observation, the presence of weapons or disguises, and cross-racial identifications. Research has shown that factors like stress, weapon focus, and the difficulty of cross-racial identification can contribute to errors in eyewitness identification, which is very important, guys, because we do know that this happens, right? These findings from cognitive psychology research have prompted changes in legal practices and procedures. Courts have become more cautious about relying solely on eyewitness testimony and have implemented safeguards such as jury instructions, expert testimony on the fallibility of memory, and the use of lineup procedures designed to minimize suggestive influences. The field of cognitive psychology has provided valuable insights into the limitations and biases of human memory, informing the legal system about the potential for errors in eyewitness testimony. This example highlights how cognitive psychology research has real-world implications influencing the way legal professionals, law enforcement agencies, and policymakers consider and evaluate eyewitness evidence in criminal cases. So as you can see, guys, cognitive psychology is very important.
It is totally important. I mean, it's kind of everything. You know what I mean? It's, it's when you talk about processing information and memory and story memory, critical thinking, all of these things that we use in our everyday life, you know what I mean? You have to be able to reason to make sound decisions. So again, this is why I wanted to start this series because I think people hear psychology and everybody just thinks it's, you know, they have this, everybody has their thoughts about psychology, you know, and sometimes when people hear that you study psychology, everybody thinks that you're trying to read them or you're trying to, and I guess somewhat that's true, you know, when you meet people. But the thing for me, what I love about psychology is just that it helps you to understand people. It's not about me trying to read people or, you know, some people think that it's a way to try to play mind games with them or whatever. And especially when you start getting into reverse psychology and all of these things. But I think psychology has got a really bad you know, reputation sometimes because people take it the wrong way. But psychology is really just about understanding the human mind, which is what I love. You know, I don't like to just jump and judge people. And because I know that everyone has a story, everyone has, you know, reasons why they, they do the things that they do. But, you know, for me, the human mind is just fascinating. I love it because we're all so different and that's what makes it great. And so I just kind of want to talk about a subject that I love and that is the basis of me having this podcast because psychology is something that I love and it's something that I love to study. It's lo- it's something I love to share with other people and you know I just really hope that people like it as much as I do but also to help people to better understand it because it's not just about you know <laughs> it's not about mind games or trying to trick people or trying to get inside their head everyone thinks that you're as soon as they hear that you know you study psychology it's like oh you're trying to read me you're trying to figure me out you're trying to this and they think you're trying to manipulate it's not about manipulation you know, it's just about what's real. And that's what I like about psychology. I like what's real. I like what's there, you know, and that's why I'm always in a lot of my episodes, you know, I'm always like people are who they are. Like you can pretend or you can whatever you want to be, but what's real is what's real and it's not going to change. And so even if someone is fake or they're pretending or putting on, they're not going to be able to do that forever because sooner or later that real version of them needs to come out. So Psychology is not about trying to play mind games with people. It's really just about trying to know the real person, the, the, the mind and how it works and why we think the way we do and why we do the things we do. And it's so vast. You know, as I said, there's so many different kinds and I love it. And so this series, which is going to be you know, there's so many that I'm just going to I'm just going to go through each week and we're going to talk about different ones. We're going to have conversations and, you know, please leave comments. Please give me feedback. Please like it if you enjoy it. Please share it. 